All right. And this is Brian Hornback and the Brian Hornback podcast. This is episode number 42. And I'm really excited because I'm going to do what I've been talking about for the last, I don't know, week or so. I've been saying I'm going to get at least the nine city council folks that are running in districts one, four, and six on. And I actually have one of the candidates. Actually, she's the first candidate on the ballot in District 6, and that's Deidre Harper. And uh, so she's on here. I gave her very limited amount of notice, and she is the first candidate to be on the Brian Hornback podcast. So all that being said, uh, you know that going in. But uh, thank you. Thank you, Deidre, for joining me on this uh, on this inaugural City Council candidate podcast. Um, and how are you this evening? appreciate it absolutely well we've seen each other a couple times let's see we ran into each other at the motley crew lunch on um on friday and then i came out came out to the town hall east forum on saturday and and uh, you and garrett holt did a good job out there um and um and so uh so that was uh that was good but uh you know before we get started um this is actually on the eve of early voting start. Early voting is going to happen August 11th through the 26th, five different locations. Those of you that live in the city, go to brianhornback.com. You'll be able to find out um, where those five locations are. Those of you that are in District 6, probably the Eternal uh, Harvest Life Center there at Five Points or the New Harvest Park are probably your closest places to vote early, but uh, it would be very remiss if I, if I didn't mention that that over the weekend, actually, Deidre and I saw each other at a candidate forum on Saturday morning, and then uh, late Saturday night, early Sunday morning, we had a in, in Knoxville we had another we had another death uh, from uh, affiliated with Austin East High School, and and Deidre, I know you really <clears throat> you haven't been prepared for this, but uh, I just want to run through because. <laughs> I was a little frustrated on Sunday and I went to social media and, and talked and mentioned this, but you know, going back to January the 27th, we had Justin Taylor, 15 years old, uh, affiliated with Austin East that passed away. We had Stanley Freeman jr. Who had just left Austin East on February the 12th, uh, 16 years old, uh, who was, um, shot and wrecked. Uh, we had Janari Muhammad, 15, February the 16th, just four days later, uh, 15 years old, that um, was shot and died. We had Jamarian Gillette, 15, on March the 9th. And then, of course, the the one that a lot of people know about is um, Anthony Thompson, Jr., 16 years old, that actually was was in Austin East High School on uh, April the 12th um, and um, was shot by KPD. And then um, just... Sunday night, uh, early, well, I'm sorry, early Sunday morning, we had John John Mathis um, that was shot over in Lonsdale and has passed. And there's two folks that are still recovering from injuries from what happened in Lonsdale. But, um, you know, it's uh, interesting that people went to social media after the sixth one um, and, and suddenly said we need to do something. But, you know, I, I, I don't want to be remiss on the Brian Hornback podcast without saying that all six of these young people, um, I'm looking at the list here real quick. Um, I've got three of them that were 15 and two of them were 16. And I think 
John John, I think, was 17. I don't remember. But uh, Deidre, just I don't want to put you on the spot. But, um, you know, um, just um, what's your initial thoughts? And uh, and, and what, what, you know, just and, and as soon as we get off of this, we'll, then we'll go straight to your campaign. But any thoughts? Yeah. The three things that that come to my mind, and I, I sometimes I gotta be, I gotta say the number so I can stay on target, you know, because I can get off target and go on and on. But one thing I definitely was uh, devastated. I was able to attend the, um, you know, there was a celebration. You know, we were celebrating August eighth this weekend, um, the jubilee of the emancipation of the of the enslaved. Um, African Americans under Andrew Johnson's uh, slavery that, you know, we were celebrating being liberated and being free uh, in 1863. So, you know, to come from a a place of where we black people, especially Knoxville, because August 8th is specific to Knoxville, um, black people, African Americans um, coming out of slavery, you know, three years later, actually, from um, when it when it was in the United States, but, you know, I, I was able to go to Lonsdale Homecoming. They were celebrating Homecoming in addition to the August 8th Jubilee and living there and hoping that nothing bad happened and then to wake up the next day and to see that another young kid um, was, was killed and was murdered and another mom and dad are going to have to bury their son. Um, that was definitely devastating. So, that's one thing I, I wanted to say. And then the second thing is, you know, for for black people or white people, whoever are, are out there listening, you know, we just have to, you know, we're already fighting so many things, um, especially as a black nation and a community of white supremacy, of oppression, you know, going at reasoning why I'm running, you know, because just being overlooked and not um, receiving the things that we need. So we definitely don't need to be um, fighting against one another, but then realizing that too, that that does come from a form of oppression. I was just having a conversation today while I was at Battlefield Farms and we were talking and just having a conversation and saying, you know, some of the movies that we watch, you know, black people sometimes sold ourselves out to other people Mm. because of what we thought might be free. So that was something that was, taught to us, you know, not to value ourselves and value each other. So that's the the second thing I wanted to say is that we're already dealing with so much and to be at odds with one another is another devastating and unfortunate thing and something that I'm definitely wanting to our people to wake up and realize that we are not our enemy. Um, There's other enemies out there that we need to be fighting against um, and fighting in those quotes for sure. Um, And then the last thing is that yes, Violence within Knoxville, Tennessee, especially, um, you know, in the East Knoxville community is not a new thing. And that's an unfortunate Mm -hmm. thing. But what I want to call out is that we have to hold those people accountable, those in leadership, those representatives that are representing a certain district, representing a certain area, those um, KPD officials, those mayors, like, because it's not getting better. So obviously that's a... Matt, you know, we got to bring back the magnifier and just come up a little bit with that eagle's eye view and see that this is not getting better. And why is it not getting better? If You know, I hear people in leadership saying that this is something that's been going on since the 90s. And to me, that doesn't sound good. That sounds like, well, yeah. you noticed that it was a problem in the 90s. 
and we're still yet not figured out how to do something about it. Um, well, so well, and, and, I, I just feel like that's something that has to change, and that's another reason why I'm stepping up because we need change um, within our within our community. Well, so you that's know, how I feel. And you know, you you mentioned you mentioned that, and, and you know, as a as a former school board member, I served from 2000 to 2004, and and one of the things that I was happy to do uh, when I was on the school board was I, I went with with other school board members, and and there were other people in the community that went and looked at Project Grad in Houston. Uh, Pastor James Davis, who's now passed along, he uh, he was on that trip along with Rodney Lawler and and a few others, and we brought Project Grad back, and so you know, for me. I have a I have a real interest in in seeing that. Um, I mean, it breaks my heart uh, to to know what's going on, uh, and to see that really um, some of the things that we implemented in in two thousand and one in bringing Project Grad to Knoxville. I mean, you know, I, I cared about I cared about Austin East then. I cared about Fulton then, and uh, and just kind of see it. And, and like like you said, I mean, it is it is frustrating to see leaders that say, well. This problem's been going on since the '90s. Well, okay, what'd you do about it? Um, right. But let, let's move on because uh, mm-hmm. we, we we don't have a whole lot of time. But I, I do want to. Uh, your your campaign has been pretty active. Matter of fact, today I see that um, you've been endorsed by Amelia Parker, a current city yes. council member, and um, and you've also been endorsed in recent days by my friend Dr. Daisha Lundy on the county commission. Uh, both yes. both folks representing the area that you hope to represent on city council but your your theme is a vision and voice serving the people so tell us what a vision and voice serving the people and what your campaign's all about uh and um and then uh, uh when we when, when you get done with that then we'll uh ask folks to get out and vote for you starting tomorrow okay thank you for this opportunity brian i really appreciate it um for giving me this platform but yes Deidre harper running for city council knoxville tennessee and district six a vision and voice, I definitely want to be a voice serving the people. Um, because we, sometimes what I've seen in our past leadership is we, you know, they represent a certain status quo and sometimes appear to be a little bit more removed from the people, from the people power, um, and, and from those individuals that are oftentimes overlooked, but when decisions are made and those city council meetings are the ones that are most affected by those decisions and not always in majority of times, not, not in a good way. So yes, a voice serving the people because I, I am a servant. I work in district six. I live in district six. I serve in district six. Um, so I definitely know, um, being connected to the people is important in building those relationships. So that's where the voice comes in. The vision comes in is because we need to sometimes and oftentimes reimagine what um, our Knoxville could look like. Something that I've been trying to also put forth in District 6 in the community is, you know, talking about manifestation. You know, a lot of times we say, oh, we, we have a lot of the negative. There's nothing to do. There's nowhere to go. And in appearance, that is definitely true. So that's why I'm stepping up because there, there's hardly any places to eat, uh, entertainment. There's not any entertainment. Our schools are suffering. But we need someone to be that vision to say, hey, this is what it can be. Let me let me put it out there and, and dream with me, imagine with me, and be at the table and saying, hey, this is what we know it can be. Let's figure out how to make it happen. So a vision and, and a voice serving the people. I know we talk about a Knoxville for all. That is a vision, but that is definitely an attainable 
vision, you know, being an advocate for the people and being at the table and sitting at the table and making sure those marginalized communities are being heard by my voice and, you know, are able to get the resources that they need with the vision that I want to bring forth um, for District 6. So I'm just excited to be endorsed by Councilwoman Amelia Parker and Commissioner Dr. Daisha Lundy. Both of those women inspire me. Um, they serve on those councils and they push back and they bring up issues and they and they're bold in their leadership and I think that that's what we need with all the violence, crime, poverty, uh, underdevelopment that is going on within my community. You know, we need someone to be more bold, to be more of an advocate for uh, for the people. So that's why I stepped up to run. You know, as you know, Brian was dealing with a 42% poverty rate amongst mm-hmm. Black people. Um, and, and a lot of that poverty is within District 6. So, you know, I, who's addressing that? You know, who is recognizing that poverty is definitely a root of all of the crime that we're seeing? You know, it's definitely a root that we have to address in order for other things to flourish. Because, um, you know, you can't have a plant with bad roots and expect it to grow, right? Right. So that bad root is poverty that we're sitting in. So if we can address that, I definitely know things will be different within District 6. So that's why I'm running. Well, and I, I know you've been active along with uh, Dr. Lundy um, in, in helping uh, over the last several years. It's it's not like you just woke up one day and said, hey, I want to be a city councilman. Because, and, and, and what's interesting about that is, uh, I, I go to with county commission. I'm I'm kind of a watchdog on commission. I'm not necessarily a watchdog on city council, but um, you know I went to a sunshine meeting uh, back probably in the fall uh, with Dr. Lundy and, and Kyle Ward, and, and we went to Perk City um, Coffee Shop there, right there next to Chihuahua Park, and and I went in and I told the lady because I always get everywhere early, and I told the lady I said, well I'm here to to see. Uh, Dr. Daisha Lundy and, and Kyle Ward, and she said, well, uh, Dr. She said, Daisha Lundy is the reason I started this coffee shop. Uh, and so talk about your work with, I know you've worked with a, a women's group. I think it's called, what is it? It's emerging, emerging women or what, what, what is the it? Women. Yeah. So talk, talk, yeah. talk about that work just a little bit. Yeah. So last year in 2020, in the midst of a pandemic, the women, it is a group of, uh, four women that came together and we decided that we needed something different in our community. And we knew that as business owners and leaders within our community, we knew that access to capital was something that was important. So what we decided to do is come together and provide interest-free micro loans to um, small businesses within Knoxville. And those are black small businesses within Knoxville. So we're on right. our second year this year um, and able to provide, you know, we the first year we did three we were able to uh, do $6,000 in interest-free microloans. Wow. This year, we was able to do the same thing. So, uh, and then let me also say, Brian, thank you so much to the community members that have donated, um, businesses that have donated to the women, because if it were not for you all and donating and believing in our mission, we would not be able to do what we're doing now. So I just want to make sure I say thank you because it's because of you and our vision that we're able to continue to move forward. So yes, Dr. Daisha Lundy, myself, Deidre Harper, Tanika Harper, and Tanika White are the four women who are, um, you know, trying to move Knoxville forward with interest-free microloans and access to capital. Well, and, and you know, I think that's important because I think that shows that you – uh, not not only um, you know I mean uh, it's not like it's not like you woke up one day and said I just want to run for city council and, and you put your name on the ballot it, it you know you're no, really sorry. you're really you're really trying to do something because you know 
I grew up uh, uh, until 1992. Uh, I grew up as an East Knox County kid um, and learned to drive on Magnolia Avenue and and went to the TVA and I Fair and and uh, you know all the things that that came with with East Knoxville. I remember when McCarty Mortuary was in Burlington and and. You know, every, everything we did, uh, Ruby's Coffee Shop was in Burlington, Barnes Barbershop, of course, Barnes Barbershop's still there. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's just so so much. Uh, we used to eat uh, a Friday night dinner at the Western Sizzlin' right there at Asheville Highway and, and Magnolia and, and Sunday Sunday after church. And so, you know, I mean, I remember when East Knoxville was, was a vibrant community, and East Knoxville has that potential. Uh, it just takes somebody to to uh to put that energy so for me to have gone into the the perk city um coffee shop and meet uh uh Daisha and, and kyle and, and watch their watch their sunshine meeting which was rather boring but it was still good uh but it's part it's part it's part of what i do i mean it's you know it's, mm-hmm. it's making sure that there's sadly there's just not much transparency in government anymore and uh, you know we just got to make sure that those folks that get elected um, you know, uh, do what they're supposed to do. We, we hold them accountable. But, you know, I don't want to hold you up much longer. Uh, we do know that early vote starts August the 11th, which yep. for those folks that are watching this right now or, or listening to it, uh, we're recording this the night the, the night of, the night before. Uh, and so uh, early, uh, early vote's August 11th through the 26th. Uh, primary election's August 31st. Uh, so um, I'll give you just a couple minutes to, to ask folks to get out and vote for you, and then I'll let you get back to your evening of probably putting up some uh, signs at early vote locations, I would assume. Yes, thank you so much again. But yes, Deidre Harper running for City Council, a vision and voice for change, a vision and voice serving the people. Early voting, like you said, it starts August the 11th through the 26th. Um, so that is the primary. But yes, not still, if you're out there watching, listening, if you are ready for change, vote Deidre Harper. If you are fed up with a 42% poverty rate, vote Deidre Harper. If you um, feel like we are not getting the adequate resources that we need, um, vote Deidre Harper. That's somebody that's going to be, has the tenacity, that has the, the courage and the eagerness and the want to, to get out there and do the work and make sure that um, my father's legacy, working with him, my parents, my family, um, those coming after me, those that are with me now are getting um, the resource that they need on our being heard at the end of the day. So, yes, vote Deidre Harper for District 6. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you.